0: Hey guys, welcome back. I felt so called to dedicate an entire episode discussing the dangers of under eating because undereating is a bigger problem than you may think and is something that so many people struggle with, whether it be intentional or unintentional. We often hear people talk about overeating, but truthfully, sometimes overeating or binge eating is a result of not filling your body with enough to begin with. In this episode, I'm going to discuss some of the lesser-known dangers that undereating can do to your body. If you resonate with this or are not sure if you're truly eating enough, you don't want to miss this. There are actually quite a lot of dangers that undereating can cause within the body that I wanted to touch on a few of the biggest ones that I see in particular with the clients that I work with that many people do not think are an actual result from their diet. One of the biggest red flags that I see, particularly within the females that I work with, is a missing period, also known as hypothalamic amenorrhea. So you hear about hormones all the time, but up until this point, you may not have been aware that it has actually a great impact on your entire body. Think about hormones as these special chemical messengers within the body that are created in the endocrine glands. They direct and control complex processes like fertility, growth, and metabolism. Hormones have a strong influence on your immune function as well as our mood, emotions, and behavior. Our bodies are constantly adapting to our environment in order to keep us safe. This adaptation creates imbalances over time if there is a stressor present. Stress is one of the biggest reasons that hormones become imbalanced in the first place. And undereating is a huge stressor on your body, especially if it's in combination with overexercising. Undereating, over-exercising, and chronic stress can lead to hypothalamic amenorrhea, also known as HA, which is a condition in which menstruation stops for three or more months. We have this region in our brain called the hypothalamus, and it's responsible for hormone production. It produces GNRH, which is gonocotropin-releasing hormone, that signals the pituitary gland to produce FSH, which is follicle stimulating hormone, and LH, which is luteinizing hormone. If their body perceives that it's under a lot of stress and it is not a safe environment to have the ability to bear a child, it will shut down the signaling and menstruation and ovulation will come to a halt. If you are a female who is in your reproductive years and you haven't hit menopause yet, you should be getting a period every single month. And if your periods are irregular or if you're missing your period, it's definitely a huge red flag that something is not right within your body and it's likely due to your diet and lifestyle. I get asked all the time of what needs to happen in order for that period to return and I will say that it is very individualized when it comes to the particular protocols that are required because each person is so unique and different. However, there are several factors that need to be addressed and focused on as you approach H. A. recovery, such as your nutrition, your exercise, stress levels, your lifestyle, and possible nutrient deficiencies in order to re- regain your cycles. So in short, we want to send the signal to the brain that there is adequate nutrition coming in and that we're living in a safe environment in order to reproduce. Your body does not want to birth a child if it does not have the basic needs met. If you're eating too few calories or carbohydrates, the body does not feel that you're, your body is an environment that it's able to produce a child. Keep in mind that women are the childbearing gender and our hormones tend to be a little bit more sensitive to changes in diets than men. If you are missing your period, I want you to take this as a very serious issue and something that you should definitely be working on getting back sooner than later. Many women do not take this as a huge red flag, but it definitely is. The longer that you delay getting your period back, the more that it's going to affect things like your bone health, which can lead to osteoporosis at a young age. And if you're not familiar with osteoporosis is, it is the thinning and weakening of your bones. I have talked about this a little bit on my Instagram, but I did struggle with a missing period for about seven years of my life. And I did get it back after six months of really dedicating myself to making sure that I was feeling enough properly. And also I had to cut out all intense exercise. And this was a long going journey for me, but it was definitely worth it as my body's now at a healthy place again. And, you know, the journey towards getting my period back was not an easy one. The one thing that sparked me to change was when I went to get a bone density scan done and they told me that my bones were really not in good shape. I remember in such great detail that the woman who who read my um, chart, she said that my bone health was worse than the 85 year old woman who came in before me, which was it honestly like broke my heart. That was when I knew that I had to make some serious changes to my diet and lifestyle in order to get my period back so that my bone health could start to repair itself. I know it's easy to think that when you're young, that nothing bad can happen to you and that not getting your period is just not big of a deal. However, if you are somebody who is young and are missing your period, just know that you can experience health consequences, even if you don't physically look like you're struggling. Having a missing period can also lead to infertility if the period is never restored. So if you ever do want to have a family yourself, getting your period back is going to be the key in order to do so. Many people aren't aware that not having a period when you are in your reproductive years can also lead to early onset cardiovascular disease. So estrogen affects almost every organ and tissue in the body. Early menopause is associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular disease compared to age matched premenopausal women. And so if you get anything from this, I want you to know that your hormones affect so many things in your body. And if you're not getting your period, you're going to see the health consequences sooner or later. Even if you are somebody who is not missing your period or are not female Undereating can still negatively affect your thyroid health, your metabolism, and this will greatly impact your digestion, your sleep, and how much energy you have during the day. So if you are unfamiliar, the thyroid is the master gland of your body. Your thyroid controls your metabolism with a few specific hormones, which is T4, also T3. These two hormones are created by the thyroid and they tell the body cells how much energy to use. Undereating over a period of time can negatively affect your thyroid And this can lead to things such as slow digestion, constipation, hair loss, chronic fatigue, feeling cold all the time, having really dry skin, brittle nails, and even a slowed heart rate. I have worked with so many women who experience all of these things and don't realize that it's because they're under eating. When your body's not getting enough calories, aka energy to fuel your whole body as a system, it is going to slow down everything else in order to conserve as much energy as it can to just keep your vital organs alive and well. And honestly, if you think about it, your heart is a muscle. And so if you're not giving your body enough energy just to fuel those vital organs, you're gonna see a slowed heart rate, which is super, super serious. If you are experiencing any of these things, your body's not out to get you. Your body is simply just trying to protect you. The good news is is that when you stop underfueling and start truly nourishing your body with enough food and with the right nutrients to support your health, your thyroid and metabolism will restore and upregulate. So when you think about metabolism, a lot of people think that it's just calories in versus calories out, but it's so much more complex than that. Having a slow metabolism can lead to things such as slow digestion, which I talked about earlier. If you're somebody who's not pooping every day, if you're chronically constipated, if you're chronically bloated after every single thing that you eat, if you get things like acid reflux and you feel like your digestion is just never right, it could mean that you're not eating enough. In combination with your relationship Relationship with food because if you're stressed about the food that you're eating, that will also affect your digestion and slow things down. Having a slow metabolic rate can also lead to things such as poor sleep. So sometimes this can be from low blood sugar, but also mainly if your body doesn't feel that it has enough energy, it definitely can raise your cortisol levels and this can cause you to wake up several times during the night. Or if you're somebody who has trouble falling asleep, it could mean that you're not eating enough. I have recommended, recommended to people to add in a bedtime snack and sometimes this works but if you're not eating enough during the day to begin with sometimes that doesn't really help the problem Undereating can also lead to your inability to perform in sports or even to gain muscle if you are somebody who enjoys being active because it makes you feel good if you're somebody who's really active in sports or you have any kind of goals to build muscle or get stronger in the gym You're not going to be able to do so if you're thriving off the baseline level. We need enough fuel to not only fuel our day-to-day functions, but also to fuel your activities. And when you're chronically eating in a caloric deficit, this is going to lead to muscle breakdown, which is catabolism, instead of anabolism, which is the build of muscle. By eating more food, you're not only going to feel better in whatever sport that you do, but you're not going to feel like you're dragging all day. I remember like when I was under eating that I would literally be exhausted before noon. I would do my morning workout fasted every single day, and I would just feel like I would rely on caffeine to get through my day. There was not even like certain types of foods that would help me wake up. I just felt like I was a walking zombie because I was just simply not feeling my body with enough. And there's so much beauty within eating more food. So if you have any kind of fitness goal that you're working towards, eating more food may be your best friend. Those are some of the most common physical things that I see within my clients, but there's also psychological things that can happen as a result of under eating. If you're noticing that you're lacking concentration throughout the day, you're always thinking about food, even after you eat. So like, let's say you're having breakfast and you're already thinking about lunch or you're already thinking about your snack or you're already thinking about dinner. That is a huge sign that you're not giving your body enough food. If you feel like you're going to binge the second that you eat something sweet, or maybe if you feel like you're going to eat something that is one of your quote unquote bad or forbidden foods, then you are likely not eating enough. With all that being said, if you do find that you resonate with any of these things, Just take those as signs that your body is being undernourished and that you would definitely benefit from eating more. Eating more food is not a bad thing. What's truly bad for your health is putting your body under so much stress from underfueling and stressing about every single thing that you eat. If you are struggling with your relationship with food and don't know where to start in order to improve your relationship with food, I would love to help you with this. And I will be linking my website for you to reach me in the show notes. I really hope that whoever's listening today either learned something new or took this as an eye-opener to start really prioritizing what truly is healthy over restriction.